the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Every Saturday, we're here from 10 to 12 talking about cars and car repair and questions. And, of course, air conditioning is a big issue right now. But let me tell you about a really great shop first. Air Park Auto Service is up in Scottsdale. It's near the Scottsdale Air Park. They're on Raintree, excuse me, just east of Hayden which is just south of Frank Lloyd Wright. They're family-owned and operated. They've been on my, my best car repair list for years and years, and they're a state-of-the-art, clean and green facility. So Nadine runs Air Park Auto. Her husband, Stacy passed away a few years ago, and she decided to stay on, and it's one of the only lady-owned and operated auto repair shops in the state of Arizona that I know about. So if you live in the North Scottsdale area, and actually we're talking about from McCormick Ranch north to Carefree from 56th Street all the way to Fountain Hills, that's the only shop in that area that I recommend. All righty. We'll talk about, hey, oh, by the way, 602-508-0960. That's the phone number, 602-508-0960. If you have a question or a comment or something like that, then feel free to just give us a call. Air conditioning. Air conditioning. We've talked about air conditioning in the past, but I want to kind of recap. R12, we just call it 12, that was the first refrigerant. And when we got R12, there was a little sticker on the car. Oftentimes, there was a little sticker on the evaporator case, which is on the passenger side of the car, right on the other side of the windshield wiper. And it said that this car held 22 ounces. We never knew where we were at. So there was no such thing as a dipstick with the air conditioning system. So sometimes you add a little, sometimes you let a little out, sometimes you'd take it all down and you'd kind of look at a can and you see each can of Freon could be a 10 ounce can, a 12 ounce can, a 14 ounce can, and a 16 ounce can. Well, few people (laughs) just kept track of that. And so they just grab whatever's on the shelf and put it in your car. We didn't do very well with R12, and there are some cans of refrigerant that are sold at the different uh, retail auto parts stores where it's a tall can, and it's pretty expensive, and it's got a gauge on it, and it's got red here, and it's got white here, and then in the middle is green. And it tells you to hook up this hose to your car and just pull the trigger until the needle gets into the green and you're home free. Nothing could be further from the truth, and let me explain. The air that flows across the condenser, first of all, the condenser is a big radiator-looking thing in front of the radiator on your car. So if you look through your grill, there's an aluminum finned item, and that's called the condenser. Then we have the compressor underneath the dash, or actually in the engine compartment driven by a belt. And then we have an evaporator behind the glove box. So we exchange heat at the condenser, and we also change it liquid vapor liquid to a vapor, vapor to a liquid. Then from there, we go into the evaporator core, and that's where it gets cold. That's where the Freon gets cold. And behind the evaporator, again, looks like a little radiator, there's a fan. So as the fan blows over the evaporator, that's how you get cold air. So anyway, the ambient temperature has everything to do with what your air conditioning does, as well as we need airflow across the condenser. Now keep in mind, the condenser's up there with the radiator, so we need airflow across the condenser. So the Freon level is one, the ambient air temperature is two, how well we're drawing airflow across the radiator. Now, in the older model cars that have R12, 12, in the older model cars, 
I'm sorry for the, the delays, folks. We're working on that. It's, it's. Uh, I'm sure it's on my end. But on the older cars, we have a fan that's supposed to draw air across the radiator. If that fan doesn't work, then there is no air across the radiator, which causes the high-pressure side to skyrocket. So when you have all these variables, you hook up your gauges, and you really can't control all the variables. And the variables determine how much you're supposed to have in the system, how much freon you're supposed to have in the system. Thank you, folks. We're going to go to the telephone. We're going to go to the old-fashioned lines, and we're going to see if we can make this work. Nevertheless, R12 and R134, depending on which experts you talk to, but most scientists agree that somewhere in the 10, 20, 30, 40-year range that those refrigerants stayed in the atmosphere. And evidently they know that because we start putting R12 in cars in the 60s, and evidently there's still R12 in the uh, atmosphere. So 12 and 134, those are your two big dogs. Now we just came out with a, a refrigerant called 1234. Now, this refrigerant only lasts hours in the atmosphere. So it's going to be good for our atmosphere. Back in, in the old days, a lot of times the refrigerant, um, a repair shop would just vent the refrigerant into the air because we had no recovery equipment. We had no way to recover that refrigerant. So if you wanted to drain the system and start all over again, you'd just pull a line or pull a Schrader valve and let her go. That was just something that we did in the 50s and the 60s. We just didn't have recovery systems. So we went to 134, same kind of situation. We had some recovery systems towards the end of that period of time, but probably in the last 10 years, they've been popular and they've been accessible and they've been economical. So now we have one, one, two, three, four, and one, two, three, four is a real environmental friendly refrigerant. It's slightly flammable. Now, we've tested this, and we held a match to the Freon, and we can't get it to light because I think it has less than 1% of some flammable liquid in it. I'm not sure what that is. But there haven't the box behind the glove box that has the cold evaporator in it. That's where you get your cold air. They're reinforcing that box in case there's an explosion in the passenger compartment of the car. So obviously, they know that there is a minute possibility that there's going to be an explosion in a car, and they don't much care if it's outside the car, but they do care if it's inside the car, and because they're reinforcing the box, and the way they're reinforcing the box, it doesn't appear that this is kind of like a bunker. It doesn't appear that this is something that looks like you could set off a big explosive inside this box and not hurt anybody. So that kind of suggests that the, the possibility of an explosion is minor. Secondly, that kind of suggests that if there is an explosion, it can be contained by this double-walled plastic item, which is the case for the evaporator or whatever it is. Okay, so we're going to talk about price because that's what you really care about. The old R12 was about six ninety-five an ounce. So if your car took 10 ounces, it's 10 times 695. And the R12 systems were usually two or three pounds. Okay, so two pounds at 16 ounces is 32 ounces. So we always measured it in ounces, but we didn't really measure it back then in ounces. We didn't know. So the R134 um, is 695 today, 695 today. And it has a lot to do with the volume of Freon on the market, and then how much you buy. So the 134 is going to be between 10 and $12 an ounce. And <laughs> so we could be almost double of what the old refrigerant is. However, the newer model cars, they won't have as much refrigerant in them. Okay, so how, how are we going to change, or how has our industry changed? Well, it's changed for the better about five, six years ago when they came out a, an electronic dipstick for your car. Now, we never had that before, and the electronic dipstick allows us to hook up a machine to your car. We're going to suck all of your refrigerant out. We're going to clean it of any debris, any pieces of metal from the air conditioning compressor, any kind of ground-up metal, we're going to clean it. We're also going to remove the water from it. And at that point, we're going to know that it's 20 ounces. 
the machine actually weighs the refrigerant. So you look at the tag on the car and it's 28 ounces. So you're going to add 8 ounces back to that person's car. And at that particular point, they are full, full, full. They are not short of Freon. They're not over Freon. They are perfect with Freon. Folks, we've had one of those machines for a long time, for 12 and 134. And by the way, there's a, there's one machine that probably is about $8,000. That's for 12. Then the, the machine for the 134 was probably 8500 to 9000 And then the new recovery piece of equipment, I don't know what it's going to cost. I just ordered one, but I know it's going to be between eight and $10,000. But these are electronic dipsticks. And this is where you are best served. And we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to discuss, I'm going to give you some other hints to keep your air conditioning as cold as possible and to keep your costs down as far as possible. And if you have any questions, 602-508-0960. We'll be back in just a minute. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. If you're over 50 and concerned about any of the following, stay tuned for an exclusive free bottle offer. Are you concerned about your heart health? Are you interested in healthy brain function? What about joint comfort and energy? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, we want to send you a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus now with CoQ10. Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 combines krill oil with fish oil in one tiny pill. And this little pill delivers big health benefits to your heart, your joints, your arteries, and brain. And with CoQ10, you'll enjoy extra energy, too. Best of all, you can get a free bottle of Krill Omega 50 Plus with CoQ10 today. Just pay for shipping. Call right now and request your free bottle. Dial 1-800-679-5745. That's 1-800-679-5745. 1-800-679-5745. Again, call now. one 800 679 5745. Hey everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice special sort of moment together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. (laughs) Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hugh Hewitt in the morning to Larry Elder at night with the best live show in the Valley at 3 p.m. with Seth and Chris. The only conservative station in the Valley. 960 The Patriot. Hashtag I'm with the Patriot. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. Well, welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday we're here 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock talking about car and car repair problems. If you don't mind, I'd like to tell you about Automatic Transmission Exchange. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been on 
Washington at 40th Street for probably 40, maybe 50 years. Um, Paul and Phil and have been doing transmissions for a very long time. They understand how a transmission works. They understand how the new ones work. And all they're really doing is shifting shifting your car with electronics as opposed to shifting your car with pressure or throttle. So they understand everything there is to know. So if you need a transmission diagnosis, you want somebody just to take a ride with you while you can make it happen, make whatever happen happen, then the guys at Automatic Transmission Exchange are more than happy to help you with that. And all you have to do is stop by. And it's probably in your best interest not to stop by for obvious reasons on Monday mornings and Friday afternoons. Okay, we were talking about refrigerant. We, t- we talked about the three refrigerants, R12, R134, and what now we call now 1234. And we talked about the new electronic machines that are, are really dipsticks. Folks, we started this years and years ago because we got one of the very first machines because the company that began to make them asked us to test it. And our machine was connected through the Internet and... They were. We would download at night the information from the machine, so they could see what we were doing. They could see us connected to the car. They could see us suck the refrigerant out. They could see us weigh in it. And most of this is automatic, by the way. You just tell the machine to do it, and it does it. Then it also looked at how much Freon we punched in, and then they would look at the VIN number of the car and say, yes, that tag was correct. And then we'd put it back in and so forth and so on. And they would monitor the pressure readings when we first started and the pressure readings when we when we ended. Well, that was a pretty nifty experience because we determined that by putting exactly the amount of refrigerant in your car, that we could move you from 60 to 45, we could move you from 50 to 41, and folks really and truly 55 degrees out of the center vent, driving down the road with your fan speed on three. That is a very... That's kind of the line. We want it less than 55. Now, let me explain. we got to move through the air, so we want the car going 35, 45 miles an hour. We want the speed of the fan not to be on the highest one because that dilutes the cold value of the evaporator. So if I were to gently blow across an ice cube gently, more than likely my hand would feel cold air. But if I put a big gasoline-powered weed blower or leaf blower on that on that ice cube, you would never feel any cold air on the other side. So that's why we use speed three. So the fan speed is at three. We're on recirculation. We're driving on a road at 35, 45 miles an hour. Anything less than 55 is perfect. However, now that we've had this machine for eight or nine years, we've determined that some cars, and I'm not going to tell you what kind of cars they are because I don't want to start a fight, But some cars, we can get down in the 38 to 42 degrees, and we call that throwing ice cubes at you. I mean, this car will literally throw ice cubes out of the vent. Not literally, but figuratively, it throws ice cubes out of the vent. And we also know that, that anything north of 55, we can knock off 10 degrees easy by just putting the proper amount of refrigerant in your car. So... This new machine's coming out for one, two, three, four. Now, by the way, the fittings on the R12, which is version one of the refrigerant, are quite different than version two and version three. So it necessitates buying all new equipment every time they change the kind of Freon in your car. Now, that doesn't include R22 that your house has. (laughs) And we can't put, although people do put R22 and car um, refrigeration units, R22 is really for your house and your business. The air conditioning is on your roof, the big industrial ones. So we actually have four different kinds of refrigerant, but only three of them are actually work, you know, will work on your automobile. So not too long ago, maybe two weeks ago, um, after numerous requests for service on the new one, two, three, four cars, and that re- that's the refrigerant name, it's R1234, that we, we knew that we didn't have the piece of equipment, but in reality, most of those cars are still under warranty. So we're not likely to see a bunch of those cars. They actually started with the new Freon sometime in 11 or 12, 
but it was a very limited supply of cars. But in 17, we're starting to see the overwhelming majority of the cars come out with the new refrigerant. I'll just call the one, two, three, four, the new refrigerant. So we've had a couple of requests to service it, and we can't. So I've ordered the machine, and like I said, I don't know what it's going to cost. It's going to be between eight and $10,000. I'm quite sure about that. And we've ordered some refrigerant. Now, <laughs> let me explain on the refrigerant. The refrigerant comes in a 10-pound can, and the old ones used to come in a 20-pound can. The old ones, a 20-pound can might cost you $150. A 10-pound can of the new refrigerant is more than $850. And you you figure 10 pounds at 16 ounces, that's 160 ounces. So you you have a situation that refrigerant cost has gone up dramatically. And obviously, you'll have to see that. um, And you will see that at the appropriate time. But... I would, I would strongly suggest that when you have your air conditioning serviced, and if those of you that haven't had your air conditioning serviced for maybe two or three or I'd say two or more years, I'm pretty sure shops with the proper recycling equipment, servicing equipment, the, the electronic dipsticks, I like to call them, those shops can improve what you have. I'll tell you a couple of, of, of stories. We had a guy stop by and he had a car and he says, nobody's been able to fix my air conditioning. I'm not happy and I'm not willing to pay you because Mark always says, don't pay for guesses. So staff says, well, so a lot of people have been messing with your air conditioning. Yes. Has anybody made a difference? No. So we check to make sure the fans are blowing across the radiator, across the condenser. We make sure everything's in order and we make sure that we don't have the heater blend door on because there's a, a door underneath your dash and if you go to if the door goes to the left it gives you cold air if it goes to the right it gives you hot air and sometimes that son of a gun sticks in the middle so you get a little bit cold a little bit of hot and the air conditioning feels lukewarm but in reality there's a problem underneath the dash so we make sure that's okay we stuck his freon out and it's 11 ounces over so we put his refrigerant back in and now that the service costs $125 cuz it almost takes an hour to do it $125 and in his case we didn't give him credit for the freon we just keep that However, if you have, if you're deficient, then you pay for the deficiency. So if there's two ounces, you pay for two ounces. It's usually seven, seven dollars an ounce. So that's going to add fourteen dollars to your one twenty-five bill. So the guy says, "I'm, I'm not going to pay you until I'm sure you're, you know, this is a better thing." So I'm on my way to Tucson, and 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 my son tells him, "Look, it. If you're not happy, just pass on by, on your way back from Phoenix, because you don't have to stop. Just pass on by. We'll eat the whole bill." So he says, that's fine. So I've only got nine seconds to tell you, but on the other side of the break, I'll tell you how, how that turned out. Five, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. 
They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. There's no question you want the best education for your child. It's an integral part of a bright future. A private Christian school provides more one-on-one attention, the structured learning and Christ-based values you want for your child. But if you didn't think you could afford it, 960 The Patriot presents Half Off Tuition. Now is your opportunity to enroll your child at a local private Christian school for half off. We've partnered with some of the top Christian schools in the Valley to offer a limited number of half-off tuition vouchers. Imagine smaller class sizes, better grades, an inspiring Christian environment where the achievements are positively outstanding. For details and a complete list of schools involved, go to 960thepatriot.com. A values-based Christian education has never been more affordable. Click now and get your half-off tuition voucher before it's gone. Only one or two vouchers per school available. And if you don't see the school you're interested in, let us know and we can try to work with that school. That's 960thepatriot.com. This is NASCAR driver Kurt Busch, and I am proud to support our nation's veterans. Do you know you can get a faster decision on your disability compensation claims by filing an electronic fully developed claim, or e-claim, on eBenefits? Take it from a guy who lives his life in the fast lane. Faster is better. Visit ebenefits.va.gov today to learn more. E-claims. Online VA claims made simple. A message from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you, 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. We'll be here till noon. We're talking about your air conditioning system. If you'd like to join us, you can, 602-508-0960. Okay, on this, before the break, I was telling you about a guy that came to the shop, and he, he was mad, but he really wasn't mad at us. And I've had a lot of people work on my car, and nobody can fix it and all that kind of stuff. And so he said, okay, well, just let us look at it. So we checked the obvious stuff. We made sure that the fans were moving air across the condenser. We made sure that the heater control valve or the blend door wasn't stuck. And I think he had somewhere around 51, 52 degrees of air. Now, to our well-known customers, we have a bunch of small thermostats. They look like an ice pick with a round dial on the top of it. And we will oftentimes stick that in the center vent of the car. We would ask them to run it on speed three, and we ask them to only take a measurement when they're doing 35 to 45 miles an hour. And obviously, if you're below 55, we really don't need to service your air. But if you're above 55, we think we can make it better. So we say to this guy, you know, well, let us look at it. So we look at it, and we go, okay, well, obviously, it's either too full or too little of Freon. um, So you want to go to the next step? And he says, yeah. So we do it, and we find out that his refrigerant is low. So we suck his out, we clean it up, and clean it up, we we filter it, and there's no more hard particles in it, and then we remove the water, and then we stick it back in the car. And then in his case, I think there was two or three ounces or four ounces he was shy. So we add brand new three or four ounces of refrigerant. We button it up, we make sure that we we didn't create any leaks where we connect the hoses to his air conditioning system. And uh, we went out and said, okay, we're done. And he, he had okayed $125, which is the checkout. And, and then we told him we wouldn't know how much Freon it took until we were almost done. But it was like six ninety five an ounce. So we, he, he, he was just really skeptical. And he says, you know, your dad always says that, that uh, you know, you don't want to pay it for anybody guessing or anything like that. So my son said to him, just take it. He's, and the guy said he's on his way to Tucson. And my son says, just take it. And he says, if, if we haven't made it better, on your way back from Phoenix, just pass the old Warner Road exit and just keep on going. We don't mind losing three, three ounces or four ounces of refrigerant. I really don't remember how much it was. So the guy goes, okay. And so here's the, here's the end of the story, according to my son. About 20 minutes later, the guy calls the shop. And he says to Alan, I'll be by to pay my bill. And Alan says, are you doing that because your conscience is bothering you? And he goes, no, I'm doing it because it clearly is blowing cold 
colder than it was, a lot colder than it was. So he says, I'm, I'm happy and I'm happy to pay your bill. So with respect to you, customers, listeners of mine, I would strongly suggest you look for a guy who has a recovery, recycling, and then he can tell you what you're low and what you need. Now, here's a problem. Most everybody is somewhere between 75 and 150 for the, quote, service. And and I can tell you right now, we're kind of in the middle of that. I think we're 125. Well, that's not really in the middle, but we're at 125. So it's about an hour's worth of time. Our labor rate's 118. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. Sometimes we have to clean the bugs off the condenser, and we do that with water and brushes. So there's that stuff is included. And then you're going to pay for any ounce of refrigerant that we put back in your car. Then the number one and number two are about $7 an ounce, and the, the new one, the newest ones is going to be somewhere in the vicinity of ten to twelve dollars an ounce. So anyway, after after we they do that, then hopefully you have taken a measurement or they have taken a measurement from the center vent. But I can assure you, most people can tell immediately if they've made a, a, a if you made if they've made your air conditioning better is what I mean to say. So they'll know it pretty quick. So if you take it in, ask them how much their service is and ask them what's going to happen. Here's what happens to the refrigerant sometimes. Let's say your car holds 20 ounces of refrigerant. So they take the refrigerant out, and they find out that you're at 15 ounces. So they clean up yours, put it back in, then they add five to it, now you're full. Some shops are are charging you for all 20 ounces. And the question then becomes is, wait a minute, 15 of that was mine. And they say, yeah, but I gave it back to you in a completely different condition. I scrubbed and cleaned and filtered and removed the moisture from your refrigerant. So basically, you gave me old, contaminated refrigerant, and I gave you brand new refrigerant. So you might see that. But there's a lot of us that don't buy that. So there's a lot of us that say, we're not going to charge you for cleaning up your refrigerant because that's really covered in the initial service, which is between, you know, 125 and give or take $10, $15. So that's kind of what it works out to be is, is you need to ask them two questions. What's your initial service? And number two, are you going to charge me for all the refrigerant or are you just going to charge me what you add to the refrigerant? The third question you can ask, but it's really insignificant, is is if I'm three ounces over, are you going to give me credit for that? And I can tell you I'm not going to give you credit for it because, first of all, you have no way to carry it out. (laughs) I can't give you two ounces of Freon in your hand. I can't give it to you in a can. I can't give you back two ounces. So there's no way for you to carry it home. So I'm not giving you credit for the if you're two ounces over and I have to suck two ounces out of it and clean it and put it all back in, but less two ounces. I'm not going to do that. The, the fact of the matter is is that 95% of the cars come in deficient, and then there's about 5% that have been overcharged, and typically they're overcharged because the grandson decided to go to the uh, three-whiskered kids auto parts store and buy some refrigerant and put it in there and actually he overcharged the heck out of it so what do we do with your refrigerant well we can recycle it and we can reuse it so in fact that three ounces or five ounces that we took out of your car we're going to use it again but we still have to process it through so that's how it happens 602-508-0960 if you have a question 602-508-0960 and we'll be back right after this hello I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. 
My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Do you have what it takes to be 960 The Patriot's top shot? Go ahead. Make my day. The Patriot and Scottsdale Gun Club present the event of the summer, Top Shot, starting August 13th. 64 people will compete in a bracket-style pistol tournament. Round one, you're head-to-head in a bullseye accuracy challenge. Can you make it to round two? If so, you'll be knocking down bowling pins in a head-to-head speed and accuracy matchup. Make it to the finals and become 960 The Patriots' top shot. Win $1,000 cash and other great prizes. So we'll ask again, do you have what it takes to be crowned top shot? Let's find out. Go to 960thepatriot.com. Click on the top shot banner to get event details and claim your spot today. Only 64 spots, so act quick. 960thepatriot.com. That's 960thepatriot.com. Brought to you by Peltor Sports. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma. Not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes, and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. The best notification in your inbox. 960 The Patriot's Insider. With the latest articles, news, and contests. Sign up today at 960thepatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. If you'd like to join the conversation with the air conditioning, which is what we're talking about, the phone number is 602-508-0960. And, Dan, I just got your email, so I'm going to answer that for you in just a second here. But I wanted to talk about Kurt's Auto Repair. He's up on I-17 in Bell. And those of you that have listened to the show, you really know that I like Kurt's, and I'll tell you why I like Kurt's. It's because of Kurt and then Eric. Kurt and Eric and the service writer, and I'll think of his last name or his first name in just a minute, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Those guys are really good at what they do, and Eric and Jeff are ASE master certified technicians, and one of them runs the shop, and one of them runs the service writer uh, job and parts and stuff like that. But he knows what he's doing, and one of the nicest things that Kurt and his wife do is when you're a new customer, within about a week after you visit their shop, then Kurt's wife's going to show up at your door and bring you a basket of handmade uh, pastries. And it's their way to say thank you. Now, you're not going to get that more than once. <laughs> but they're just saying thank you for trusting us, and we hope you'll continue to do business with us. So Kurtz is on I-17 and Bell, both the northeast corner, and he works on both gas and diesel as well. Okay, we're talking about refrigerant, and we're talking about the differences between the refrigerants and the cost associated with the refrigerant. And uh, Dan sent me an email, and he says, my 83 Mercedes-Benz, the AC needs to be charged, but the shop tells me that it has to be converted to the R134, an expensive proposition. Is this the only avenue? This is a real big concern because let's compare the two systems. R12 was just a different animal than R134. And remember, we have three parts, three major parts of your air conditioning system. We have the condenser, which is in the front of your car behind your grill, and airflow across it helps drive the heat away. So we don't want it sweating up there. We want airflow to cool it off. Then we have the evaporator, which is behind your glove box, and that's the thing that gets ice cold, and the fan blows on the evaporator, and it blows out cold air. And we also have the compressor. Now, what's different about 12 and 134 is, is if you do the exchange and you upgrade somebody from 12 to 134, then you have to ch- almost always change the condenser, which means you have to re-engineer 
and modify the car, and then you ultimately have to replace two hoses, <clears throat> excuse me, or at least modify the air conditioning hoses because the fittings will change. So while the two that are on this side of the condenser, on the driver's side of the condenser, they're going to be the same. The other two that go to the condenser are going to change. So I want to tell you, we have chosen to never convert anybody to 134. We have a sufficient amount of R12, and we don't use that excuse that we don't have R12, so we have to convert you to 134. R12 is still available, and like I said, right now we're selling R12 for $7 an ounce, and we're selling 134 for $7 an ounce, so there's not a whole big difference. But I, I have chosen not to do any retrofitting. I have chosen not to do any any uh, uh, conversions between 12 and 134 because 12 is the first version of refrigerant, 134 is the second, and then 1234 is now the third, and that's in pretty much 19, or actually 2017 and, and from now on. So, Dan, to answer your question, I think you should find somebody who has some R12. Um, I think you should find somebody who has a machine that can suck yours out and then put the right amount back in it. During that process, Dan, we're going to create a vacuum on your system, the machine is, and then it's going to let it sit there. It's going to just kind of hold itself for a specific amount of time. As you can, as you can imagine, we suck out all the refrigerant, and then we pull a vacuum on the system. And if the vacuum starts off at like 15 inches of vacuum, and then after three or four minutes, it drops to 10, that tells us you have a pretty big leak. So putting refrigerant back in the system without finding and fixing the leak is kind of silly. The flip side of that coin is, is if we draw a vacuum and we're at 15 or 16 or 17 or 18 inches of vacuum, I don't care where we're at, and after 3, 4, 5, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, we haven't lost any vacuum, then that's perfect. At least we know there's nothing big leaking in your system. Now, when your car is off and your key is in your pocket, your air conditioning system has somewhere around 60 on the low side and 60 on the high side. That's PSI, pounds per square inch. 60 PSI on the low, 60 PSI on the high, somewhere close to that. When you start the car and drive it down the road, the low side goes from 60 to 30 or 40, maybe 50. The high side goes from 60 to up to 300. <laughs> and so, as you can imagine, when the key's in your pocket and they're both at 60 pounds, there might not be a whole lot of leaking going on. But when you start driving down the road and we that high side, starts going to 300 PSI, you can imagine that there might be a leak you wouldn't otherwise find at 60 pounds. So 360 pounds, quite different. So that's the kind of situation we're up against. Well, Gil, we've got a caller. Who have we got? We have Harry. He's on the line. Harry, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Good morning, Mark. Uh, good show. Good information. Yeah, hey, I got a question. Back in the old days, um, they had a sight glass uh, just before you went into the uh, condenser, and uh, I think a lot of people, including myself, just kind of went by that sight glass, and if it had some bubbles, you added a little bit and watched your uh, your gauges to see what happened. Uh, do you have any comments on that? You know, that was um, a way that we could do it, but here's the deal. Let, let's turn this around just a little bit, and I'm not going to talk to you, Harry. I'm going to talk to your buddies, okay? <laughs> All right. Oh, so, Harry, when, when your buddies were doing that, um, I'll bet that they had their gauges hooked up. I bet they were looking at the uh, side glass. Right. And, uh, and I bet that they were just – and the car was at idle, and I bet they were just kind of adding until the side glass went clean, right? I forgot one other thing. Usually you had a, your 20-inch box fan sitting in front of the radiator blowing some air across it. Harry, stop taking my thunder, okay? <laughs> stop taking my thunder. Well, that's only one of it. We need a box fan blown across the condenser. We need to bring up the idle. And then we have to have some kind of a conversion as to what the ambient temperature is and what it isn't. You see, if the ambient temperature is 50 degrees, then we should get that pretty close to blowing an ice cube. But it also changes the sight glass. So if the ambient temperature is 50, 50 degrees or if the ambient temperature is 120 degrees, there's going to be a difference in that side glass. So the answer to your question is, is 
those cars that had sight glasses. And folks, what it is, it's this round eye that's clear that's smaller than a dime. And it was in your high side. And you would look at it, and if bubbles came through it, you could add refrigerant till the bubbles disappeared. So they called it a refrigerant sight glass. And that was kind of the very first thing that we used to think that we were filling your car up perfectly. But yes, Harry, there's three things. Box fan in front of the condenser, bring the idle up and look at the ambient temperature. And once you had those three under control, you could then look at the sight glass and determine where you want it. That was kind of a rough number, and that had everything to do with the variables I just variables I just described. Oh, and the fourth variable was is what was your fan speed? Was your fan speed on one, two, three, or four? If your fan speed's on one, we're going to get colder air out of it because when you blow across an ice cube and it's gentle, you blow across. You know, you go like this, just like you're blowing out a match. Well, that's not going to that's not going to create a lot of cold air because we're not moving a lot of air. But two and three are going to move a lot of air, and that's going to give you a little colder air. And and four is going to kind of give you a defrost, a half defrost mode. So yes, Harry, you're exactly right. The side glass was the very first invention that kind of gave us the shotgun approach to when your refrigerant was was full. Yeah, we we agree. We agree. I got another question. Uh, is there an old uh, refrigeration museum where I can uh, donate some of my old <laughs> gauges and uh, stuff like that? I've even got a 20-pound deal of R12 that's never been opened. So. Oh, I'll buy that from you. Really? Oh, heck yes. Okay. I'll buy that from you. And, and, and like I said, I, I, let me tell you something, Harry, and don't tell anybody this. Probably 50, well, it was more than 20 years ago, there was a group of Tempe shops and Scottsdale shops that got the brilliant idea that we were going to buy a train car full of 12 and 20 pound containers. Well, when we found out that a train car was something like a hundred thousand dollars, then we shifted our want down to just pallets. And I remember buying 10 pallets and I remember my wife was fit to be tied. She was just madder than and and if I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was pretty close to like a dollar an ounce. Now keep in mind I'm selling it for six ninety five right now, right. and and in order and I'm I'm probably making a dollar on it, so it's it's gone up five dollars an ounce. So so what what you, I'm still working off the last pallet, but um, I am proud that we still have twelve. And if you don't want that refrigerant, yeah, I can I'll look up my price on it, and I will give you exactly what you. my cost is. All right. That sounds good. So, all right, well, Harry, thank you very much. Have a good day. Thank you. You betcha. Mark, uh, Daniel is next. Daniel, good morning to you. How can I help you? All right, Mark. Excuse me. On my power wagon, 77. Uh Uh-huh. Is it worth the money to go ahead and put on the disc brakes in the back? Have you got disc brakes on the front? Yes. Okay, now, the the answer is, is, (sighs) not only do you have to change the master cylinder, because the master cylinder right now has a small compartment and a big compartment. Oh, yeah. And the big compartment is for the disc brakes, and the small compartment is for the back brakes. And so you're going to have to change the master, so you're going to look up your power wagon, but there is no changeover because your power wagon never came with rear disc anyway. So you can buy a kit on the Internet to put rear disc brakes, but you're going to have to change the master, and you're going to have to probably put new backing plates on it, and you're probably gonna you're gonna need a new proportioning valve. The proportioning valve <laughs> is set up to meter the amount of pressure to the front and the back. So it's about sixty percent of the pressure to the front and forty percent to the back. If you can find a kit that has a master, a proportioning valve, the backing plates, and gives you a number for the calipers, a number that you can cross to Bendix or Wagner, mm-hmm. then I say go for it. The last thing is is the real question and the hard part of this is not all the nuts and bolts is how are you going to hook up the parking brake? <laughs> I have somebody else do it. See, the parking brake right now has a little lever that, you know, spreads out your rear shoes and your rear drum, so you have an emergency brake or a parking brake. The uh-huh. disc brakes work off of a completely different system, so you have to redesign the cable assembly to pull the disc brake, to pull on the caliper to have it lock up the rear brakes. And 95% of the cars, of the hot rods we see, that come in that have four-wheel disc brakes, 
do not have a parking brake. And you have to think, if it's an automatic hot rod, that's cool. But if you've got a four-speed, I don't care what gear you've got in it, if it's a big enough slope, that car will go thunk, 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 and it'll move. <laughs> and, and so you're going to have to chalk the tires if you've got it. I'm on a slope. I use the parking gear to not jam it and park, you know? Oh, well, in park, you'd be fine because you'd be up against the parking pole. So you wouldn't need a parking brake necessarily. But if you have a stick shift, then the car's going to roll. Sometimes on the older vehicle, if I'm on the hill and, and park, I've had to push it forward to get it out of park. <laughs> and, and, you know, the, the uh, again, if you have a parking brake, Daniel, and that happens to you, what you do is, is on a hill, you stop with your, your brake, um, and then you apply your parking brake, let the truck settle, then put it into park. Yes, yes. I and you, you won't have that problem anymore. <laughs> Just let the truck settle with your parking brake and then put it in park and shut it off. But, but your wife probably, she could have taught you that, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so this brake system, we're talking, what, $1,300, $1,500? It depends on who's going to install them and the quality of the system that you have. I can tell you that about half of the people in my world that try to do disc brakes end up with their car being towed to the shop, well, and we finish right. it. And most of the time, um, we ha it, the, the cost is associated with just starting over because you just start over. And, uh, and bending lines and that kind of stuff is what makes it really tough. So my suggestion is just find your kit, find a shop that is willing to install your kits, and go from there. Anyway, okay. thank you very much, Daniel. To anybody else, 602-508-0960. We're going to take a break for the end of the hour, and then we're going to be back at about three minutes after the top of the hour. So 11.03, we'll be back. 602-508-0960. This is the number, 602-508-0960. And you'll this talk to Gail, and we'll get you. Thank you very much. Are you suffering with hearing loss? Are you sick of people constantly complaining that your TV is too loud? Are you tired of asking people to speak up? Would you like to hear... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.